Hi everyone, Terry Welbrock here. What a great conversation is coming up here in just a few minutes uh, with Sarah K. Grace. And I love these interviews where there's just that soul connection. And uh, this was certainly one of those. Very, empo very empowering for me. I certainly learned a lot myself. Um, yeah, but just a great, great conversation on uh, energy and uh, healing in so many ways that you can empower yourself along your along your own journey. Uh, just a quick reminder to visit my website, terrywellbrock.com, and it's T-E-R-I-W-E-L-L-B-R-O-C-K, and sign up for my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter, where I put articles and links to shows, but also um, affiliate links to products and or programs that uh, you can check out, uh, many of which are free, uh, the programs through the Shift Network, um, to help you again along your healing journey. So, all right, now for today's beautiful, wonderful episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, doing another happy dance again because of the amazing guests that I have joining me today. And thank you, Anna Ditchburn, for the introduction. So I have Sarah K. Grace, and she is a psychic paramedic turned holistic first responder. I said psychedelic when I was doing like our before, and I just love that. So I'm going to say psychic and psychedelic. Sarah is <laughs> now a best-selling author, speaker, and sought-after intuitive healer who bridges the mainstream and holistic worlds. She teaches people how to heal their trauma and embrace their own intuitive gifts by providing powerful healing and step-by-step -step guidance that makes sense in everyday life. So welcome, Sarah. Hello. Thank you for having me, Terry. It's oh, wonderful absolutely. To be here. I'm just, I'm, again, I'm so thrilled. We had a conversation beforehand that I'm like, okay, let's say all of that again. because <laughs> <laughs> <Dabbing> on. <laughs> Yeah, so talk to us um, a little bit about how you came to move into this role of where you are um, currently. Well, it's definitely been a long road, like for most all of us. Um, I've been able to, well, first, I've been a licensed paramedic in California for 20 years now, but I did 15 years in the 911 system. And I've also been able to see, hear, and feel energy outside of the normal senses since the age of seven. Um, but I was raised in South Dakota in the middle of nowhere, pre-internet. And so, and unfortunately my family was very unstable and very closed. And so when I finally came out and said something about seeing colors and spirits, I got the hellfire and brimstone, like, don't ever talk about that. We'll send you away bit, which for a seven-year-old who just wants to be normal and fit in, that was really jarring and abrupt for me. And at that moment, I developed a sense of toxic shame about my psychic abilities. And I tried for the next 20 plus years to make them go away. I really didn't want to have anything to do with it. And after a lot of volatility and instability, I had some addiction issues. I was just trying to cope and, and navigate all of the trauma of my upbringing on top of the stimulus. I had a near-death experience. I don't. We can get into all that if you want to, but ultimately got myself cleaned up and listening to my inner uh, guidance became a paramedic and the energies just started working through me on these 911 calls and it was absolutely incredible to bear witness to 
that much death that often and being able to expand and um, provide a stabilizing gentle presence in the middle of this really chaotic situation and watch you know the death process both from the physical experience and the energetic experience so it was absolutely incredible to to witness and I ultimately you know had to come to terms with like well, I don't know why I'm like this but obviously it's not bad like it's helping all these people so maybe like what is this maybe I should get educated you know so I've studied a lot of modalities, shamanism, medical intuition, energy healing, holistic healing, all these different things for the last 15 years. And it's developed into my own practice. I've put out a couple of books about it. And it's, yeah, it's just time, time for us as sensitives and those of us that are gifted to really come online and into our abilities, I believe. Yeah. Oh, could not agree more. I told you, like, I, I'm starting to uh, embrace my ability to pick up um, my intuitive abilities. And so I don't want to say psychic, but again, it, to me, I say, I, I joke around that it's weird little things, but it'll be, but I'm starting again to embrace it, standing on my front porch and I'll walk out the door and I'll be like, oh gosh, I haven't seen a hummingbird in a while. And I'm not kidding. Like two little hummingbirds come up and they're like right in front of my face. And I'm like, oh, hi guys. I mean, it, and it's just those kinds of things that I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm starting to understand as you like start to listen, I guess. Absolutely. And it's a gen gentle reminder, you know, that we are energetic or spiritual beings having a human experience. And we're in a, you know, very tactile, uh, very stimulated an environment with the the senses and duality and, you know, the ego and all of the things that comprise the human construct, all of which is okay, because it's part of us having our day to day experience. But I think that what's happening now is people are starting to wake up. You know, we're going through a huge collective shift, especially over the last couple of years. People have gotten gone through so much trauma and with the lockdowns and with everything that they've been through and whatever that they've been been repressing is starting to come up for them to either heal. Right. Or opt out, which we're seeing a lot of opt outs um, at this time, too, in the 911 system. But it's waking up to something more soulful right? Something more energetic. And just that reminder that, um, yeah, that we're energetic beings. And I love that you said you don't necessarily want to call it psychic. I think it's important. You know, I was closeted for 25 years because I didn't want to have anything to do with that word, especially as like a top step senior level paramedic who's like super alpha with all the firefighters and SWAT dudes. I'm not going to be like this weird, you know? And so I think if we can kind of pull apart um, some of that. There's a lot of stigma associated with that word. There's a lot of misunderstanding associated with that word. There's a lot of fear. And so if that if that particular word doesn't resonate for you, I totally understand. And energetic, intuitive, you know, high sense perception, we can call it what feels, what resonates to you as the individual. And ultimately, it's all the same thing, which is us tuning into our higher consciousness and being able to remember beyond just the tangible reality. Yes. Well, thanks for 
Thanks for saying that. I mean, because again, I think growing up very, very Catholic, my dad was a Jesuit brother for eight years. My mom wanted to be a nun. Like it was like the ultimate of Catholic upbringing. And so, yeah, there was that, you know, it's, it's the devil coming through. It's Satan oh, yeah. trying to get in it's demon, whatever that, that um, there is that religious connotation that that's tied to it. Uh, that makes it kind of like, oh gosh, is that is that goodness coming through? But I can honestly speak for myself that I've experienced on a number of different occasions um, what were were blue little orbs, blue little balls coming in, and I was taken to uh, a, a smoky veil and to the given a glimpse to the light beyond. It was such an incredible light and love. That to me, I'm like, nothing could fake that. It was such pure love. It is such pure light that I know without a doubt that this is a gift from this, whether it's God, universe, beautiful source, this this beautiful, beautiful essence of love and light. Absolutely. And you're describing what a lot of us that have had near death experiences or like for myself, having actually watched so many people die, going back into the what is called unity consciousness, which is that all loving, like really beautiful, expanded state of consciousness where everything happens simultaneously, but it makes perfect sense. And it's the most exquisite, nurturing love. And in some schools of thought, that's our true nature. Right. And then we incarnate down here to have our little human experience uh, to have the contrast from that, you know. And so I love what you're saying there. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. Someone had mentioned once Earth School and I was like, did I sign up for the quadruple Ph.D. program? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> much I think most of us pretty much everyone who's incarnated especially as a sensitive during this time frame yeah advanced curriculum for sure (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of which for those who are listening and and have also signed up for the advanced curriculum or or, or any of the earth school how do you guide them what do you what do you do to help them along their healing journeys What I do now is I'm all about empowering them into their own wisdom and power. I really believe we're all our own greatest teachers and healers. It's just when we're in it, we don't know what to do, you know? And so when I do energy healing now, and I specialize in psychic surgery, which is kind of a specialty um, of energy healing, it's very much like total system reset or restoration and auric field clearing, hemisphere balance, chakra realignment, and then specific surgery surgeries. And it's of course in the etheric template, which is energetic. It's not a physical surgery, but it's to open and clear whatever trauma or you know block you got going in there which we all do because we've all been through stuff you know there isn't a person alive that I've ever seen that has full system flow myself included you know because we've all been through things and the the name of the game with the healing process is learning to integrate some of those stagnant energies or those places we've been holding or storing within ourselves so I'll help the individual do that And what that does is it usually offloads. It's like, I'm still very much a paramedic. (laughs) It's like in my DNA, it's who I am. And that's why I call it holistic first responder, because it's literally like triaging your entire life, right? Pulling you out of the ditch, regardless of how severe your situation is. 
because I love to just meet people where they are. Like we're all doing the best we can. It is a very intense ride. It has been this whole lifetime, but especially the last number of years. So really listening to people about, you know, what they actually have going on, you know, with um, drinking or pills or substances or like what they're actually up to just to try to cope, right? No judgment. I understand. And like, we'll start to really get a handle on that and look at what's underneath it, which I'm very interested in the roots of things, right? Oh, I'm so then glad you brought that clear, up. Yeah, yeah. And I personally found in my own healing process, one of the most valuable moments of the entire healing process is the moment you feel safe and validated right and so i love just kind of climbing down into the gut or not the, the into the darkness into the crevice with the person wherever they are and going through whatever experience they're going through and i'll just kind of hold the lantern and like yeah. witness and see no judgment and it's just that space holding and then it's incredible when people feel seen without any judgment or without any like oh i have to you know, I can't be like this, or I have to overcome, or it's like, no, it's okay to be a mess. It's okay to be where you are right now. And that I've personally found to be such an important pivot point, because then they're like, okay, I can, nothing's wrong with me, right? I, this is okay. And now I want to change it. And then, then we do the energetic clearing, which is like pressure washing you or like rotor rooting. <laughs> And open up the energy field so that you can, most people say they feel like they lost a thousand pounds of energetic stick, or they feel more like themselves than they have in years because we're just debriding, which is like scrub brushing the auric field so that they can start to reconnect back to themselves. And then most importantly is hand, it's all important, but I find again, empowering them, like by giving them their own holistic protocol of like, okay, these books, these meditations, these breathing, you know, programs, these, whatever it is, supplements, whatever, whatever, because everyone's system is different and every individual needs something different. And so by pulling you out of the ditch, stabilizing your entire field, triaging you, meeting you where you are, and then giving you a protocol, then you feel empowered, right? Because then you know what to do with what's next for the next, you know, however many months. And then onward. And so that's how I work with people now. And it's just been an incredible journey to like, you know, with me being so closeted for so long and trying to repress it in the 911 system and then using it in the 911 system and becoming curious finally. Um, because it was incredible, Terry. I could literally watch the chakra systems releasing and the soul exit out the crown as we were doing CPR. Like, or I would watch the souls like standing next to the body in a motor vehicle accident you know they didn't it was a trauma or a drive-by shooting and it was a trauma and like developing protocols to assist the soul uh in their transition so i've been able to kind of pull from all of this overcome my own fear with it and just kind of be like well okay like this is how it is for me how can i make it work for me and how, how can i help other people with it and so it's been pretty incredible wow Amen and hallelujah to so much of what you said. And wow, I, I'm not kidding. At one point, when you first started talking, like I could feel my soul just, I call, I think my soul's right here, at least in my body. And I could just feel it expanding. Like, like 
And I've had it happen before when there's just such pure truth being stated. And so your truth, oh my gosh, it was just having a, it was having a spiritual impact on me. So thank you for that because very powerful stuff. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yes. You know, it's our time and there's millions of us. It's okay. Like I said, wherever you are, whoever's listening to this in your life, it's okay. And if it's been messy, this, that's how the human experience is. And the less judgment and more compassion you can have for yourself. And while at the same time being real with what you're actually up to, right? Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of people that say they want to heal, but they don't act, they're not ready yet to do the work, um, which means being accountable and taking responsibility for our lives and then being willing to say, like, whew, yeah, all of that happened to me, <sighs> right? And how do I want to be with it now? Right. And and then there's all of these different modalities and ways, you know, but as sensitives, um, there's millions of us, uh, clairvoyance, clairaudience, you know, then that what that means is you sometimes see things or you sometimes hear things or know things um, like Terry with hummingbirds, you know, that's stating an intention to your higher self, to the universe and the universe meets you. I love playing games with that. Like, oh, I want to see a yellow balloon or something random, right? And then it's how fast it comes in, you know? And it can be actually really, really fun to- Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, and I've told the story before, but I'm going to say it really quick again, because what you just said, it's so powerful and I love it so much. I was having a, this was, gosh, maybe like a year ago and 10 months ago or something when I was really, really sick and wasn't sure- if I was going to make it through this and uh, decided to go meditate at a place called Dolphin Head uh, in our neighborhood up on the Port Royal Sound. And it's funny, it's called Dolphin Head, but I had only seen dolphins there twice in a two year period or, you know, a year and a half. And so I sat me in a chair, nobody was there. And there's always people there, like always people running around, walking their dogs. It's beautiful. It was just me. And I was meditating and tears streaming and talking to God and praying and putting that out my, my message out there. And I said, if you could please, please just give me a sign that I'm on the right path with this healing, with these supplements and with this where I am right now on this healing path. Uh, please just give me a sign. If you could send me some dolphin of hope, that would be fantastic. And as the words like exited my mouth. And I kid you not, what seemed like 20 dolphin fin came up right in front of me. Like God was underneath or some angels and we're like, all right, get ready, get ready. And now my whole body was shaking. I was sobbing and I was like, thank you. So I now call him my dolphin of hope. And like you, when we drive off over the bridges from Hilton Head over to Bluffton, some, uh, sometimes when I'm driving by, I'll be like, all right, I'm ready for you, Dolphin of Hope. And I'm I'm not kidding. Like nine times out of 10, I'll see a fin come up. And I'm just like. Oh, I love that. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> Spirit's like, we're going to make darn sure she remembers, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks for letting me share. <laughs> no, I love that. And that I think that's a really great example that you set that, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize their own power. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that it can be different. And so if 
prayer doesn't work for you. Uh, you could meditate, you could talk out loud, you can write on a piece of paper, whatever feels good, but exactly what you just did, right? Like I need help, you know, please help me to whatever it is. If it's void, if it's God, if it's universe, if it's whatever, um, whatever resonates to the individual and then open yourself to receiving that sign, you know, and it can be incredible with how like quickly it's delivered. Like you saw. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And you know, it's funny when you say that, whoever you're praying to, this morning I was meditating. I was doing an Epsom salt bath and doing some healing work on my body. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to do a meditation. But it became a prayerful meditation. <laughs> so my prayer, I swear it was, all right, God, Jesus, Mary, angels of light and love, spirit guides. Like I was like, I just kind of threw it all out. Whoever's listening and paying attention right now. <laughs> yeah. I just did the all-inclusive prayer. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> Summoning the entourage you are. <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. Oh, my gosh. So you're currently writing uh, another book. Third book. Yeah. Nice. So I wrote Journey into Grace, um, Tales of a Psychic Paramedic, or Stories of a Psychic Paramedic, and it's on Amazon. And that was my first one. That was kind of my coming out book. And it was after 10 plus years of still kind of being uh, not shy, just kind of closeted. I'm not understanding my abilities in the 911 setting, but my intuition is very strong, always has been. And I just was getting pushed. Like there's more for you beyond just the 911. You have to write this book. And I, I was really scared too, because it, I put it all in there, like all of my shadow, all of the things that I had done to myself as a result of my trauma and the instabilities, you know, and the precarious positions I put myself in is because I didn't have a sense of stability or safety. Right. But, um, my intuition was just like put everything in and I'm so glad that I did. So it's not only my coming to terms with being like a very wide open ultra sensitive, but I interspersed it with the actual 911 calls <laughs> that I ran and how the energy worked through me. And so that's been incredible because I self-published it and it's just taken off and I've done coast to coast and Gaia TV and, you know, Hay House and all of these things. And to me, it speaks testament to what you and I are up to here and how all of the, there's so many people that have these knowings or they know there's something deeper, or maybe they see dead people, they're closeted, they're not quite, they hadn't been ready and more and more people are ready, right? And so I think that's why these things are just kind of taking off and expanding. And so that's, and uh, we're looking, it's uh, in the hands of a producer and we're looking for a screenwriter for it. So it's going that way. Oh <laughs> Yeah. And it's just time, you know, again, take away the fear, address the stigma head on, identify that there's millions of us, um, you know, some say 1.6 billion of us. And, you know, it, that's an incredible thing. And it, even if you, those of you guys who are listening, if you're like, well, I don't really feel like I'm sensitive or I don't see anything or whatever. Well, to you, healing right overcoming your own trauma understanding your own power understanding like the even the the basics of energy and anatomy and how the chakras function and how your auric field is a semi-permeable membrane just the basics of understanding you don't even have to go way into this world but it can transform your life 
in terms of the way that you feel physically, you can have more energy, you can have like, it can just open up all of these doors and avenues in terms of your wellness and happiness, you know, so it's, it's an incredible time to be alive. So that's book one. Book two is holistic PTSD recovery for first responders, military and their families. And so that's to my uh, co-workers and colleagues in the 911 system. And book three is who is going to save you now? And this is talking very much about personal responsibility. Like we've all just been through a hellacious experience over the last number of years. And it's really looking at um, pulling in our own power and the willingness to kind of step up for ourselves. You know, I know for myself, when I had gone through such a violent and crazy uh, upbringing, and then I was dealing with high velocity sensitivities, I didn't want to, I was over it. I didn't want to have anything to do with this world. I was like, yeah, sucks. I'm out of here, you know? So I had my overdose, near-death experience, and obviously I chose to stay. But when I was coming to terms with my healing process, Terry, I was so mad because I was like, I've been through things way worse. Like most people would have been dead like 10 times over. Right. And I was just kind of having this awareness, like, yes, you've been through that. And like, nobody's coming to save you. It's still on you to do this. I was so mad about that. Like I stomped around for weeks, you know, and it wasn't until I finally was just like, (sighs) okay, fine. Like it can't, it can't get worse for where I was at the beginning, where I was at that point, but I had to assume responsibility for myself and my behaviors and my choices and my actions. And that's really what started to. And so I feel like that's an important, um, you know, for where we are collectively and societally right now is we're seeing so many people, um, suiciding out and overdosing on fentanyl and, and they're just getting mowed down right now. And I understand death in a way that a lot of people don't like, I don't have any sort of judgment or fear around it. Cause I'm so familiar and comfortable with it. I see it as graduation personally. Um, and it's like, if people can start to relax that attachment to, I was wronged, therefore I deserve. Right. If we can relax that and be like, I was wrong. That's not okay. And I still got to do something for myself here to change this and teach them how, right? Give them the steps to to how, then I really feel like we can shift collectively because we're at a pivotal point in, you know, the collective consciousness and how humanity continues to navigate right now. It's, it's a volatile time, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, so again, kudos to you for putting that empowerment message out because it really is about that empowerment. And instead of the victimization, the the, oh, I was wronged. I've heard and I've read so many times because I'm I'm on different support groups, like on Facebook, and I'll, I just like to read the comments because I want to see where my audience is and where trauma survivors are in, in their healing journeys. And so many of them saying uh, that, you know, I was never taken care of. And, and, and you're right. They need that guidance and that and understanding that you can be your own hero. You can be your own. You have to be your own savior. Like you have to be the one to make those those necessary 
choices and take those steps along your journey. Yeah. And I personally find, again, validating where they are and allowing space for them to organically, because this was my experience. If somebody would have come in and been like, you do X, Y, Z, I probably would have been like, yeah, whatever, you know, (laughs) because I was so self-righteous and I was so angry and I was so like, you know, justified in my, like we could look at what I'd been through and anybody would pretty much be like, oh yeah, I get it. Okay. Right. And we could look at most everybody's experience. Cause I don't know anyone who hasn't been traumatized. Right. I love what you said before we got on here. It's not a trauma race. That's like the best thing ever. Like, I love how you said that. And that said though, there's there, it's a, it's a really important space to look at. Um, if we, if we have the willingness, right. Because there's a lot of, there's the hurt And if we've been hurt, then there's a lot of times we guard against. And if we guard against them, we usually start self-medicating. And if we self-medicate, then we get blocks in our field and then disease forms. And this is like kind of how the whole shebang works over periods of time, right? So we have to kind of learn to uncoil that and then have the willingness to be vulnerable and the willingness to be like, okay, that happened to me and I'm not going to let it take me down. Right. Yes. Oh, what thanks for I, clarifying that. Yeah. yeah. What can I, mean, I what can I do? Yeah. And um, and that is a unique spot that is individual choice. And again, like for me as a as a healer now or an intuitive uh energetic healer, it's not for me to choose for the like whichever way they is authentic for them is where they're at right and so that said it's still about did you even know it could be different did you even know right that you have these different options and yeah right now if i'm just going to be honest i would say the bulk of the collective is still very much heavily entrenched in victim mentality and really doesn't want to do it for themselves. They want somebody else to do it for them, or they think that they're entitled to because they've been through X, Y, Z. That is shifting. That is changing. And we're also seeing a tremendous amount of death, like, right, uh, as a result, again, with what we've been going through, people are just exhausted on the soul level. And if they don't have it in them or the willingness or whatever, a lot of those guys are opting out from a, a higher planar space that's not a bad thing right this is just like we're coming in we're assessing the scene as paramedic like looking at the global overview (laughs) looking at what's actually happening like boots on ground right and that's what's actually happening like people are struggling and some like some are just so exhausted over what they've been through over the last couple of years they're like yeah I want to I'm just too tired yeah and that's that's okay so we can meet you there and then start to figure out some ways you know, that you can physically feel better, energetically feel better. And it's usually by having connections and conversations like this just to start, right? Because again, if if we get met and we get a little bit of soul food, right? Which is connection, which is validation, which is being heard, which is feeling supported, all of that soul food. If we can have a little bit of soul food, then that's going to bolster our system and give us a little bit more energy to go heal but there's so many people that are just so depleted and so wiped out right now and that's okay that's just where they're at you know so we can just give everybody big bear hugs you know kind of (laughs) right hold space for them and then as they come back online if that's what they choose to do 
then give them these steps, right? Like, oh, did you know, like, if you're physically have pain or whatever your physical issue, there's all of these things that you can do, right? There's colon hydrotherapy, there's infrared sauna. Oh my gosh, I've got so many. There's craniosacral therapy, there's, you know, Reiki, there's medical intuition, like people like me that can help to kind of restore fields. If you're emotionally, um, you know, got a lot going on emotionally, there's tapping. You've heard of tapping. Yeah, right? yeah I do tapping. Tapping's great. Yeah. There's tapping. There's EMDR brain spotting. There's therapy. I love it, right? Mm-hmm. There's rage release exercises, you know, like punching a pillow or screaming into a pillow. Nothing to I had my my wiffle ball bat. I would take it to the beach with me because I was having fear of open spaces. And so I said, I'm going to take my wiffle ball bat with me. And then I would just whack the sand. And I know I probably look like crazy lady out there, but I was like, I don't care. Like, this is me. Doesn't matter. That. <laughs> just get it out. You know, there's so much that's stuck inside of people. Yeah. Being anxiety, panic attacks, insomnia, all of that's going to deplete the adrenals, it's going to throw off the GI, everything's going to get screwed up physically. So just like it's okay to move that energy out, you know, and that's what I'm here to do now. That's the holistic first responder is like, hi, welcome to your options. <laughs> like, <laughs> and this is the whole roadmap. So like, you know, I love it. Yeah. You're looking at the shelf. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> like For you, it's going to be, you know. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Well, I tell folks all the time, probably to the to the annoyance of my children, um, that everyone's on their own healing journey. So I, what you just said is exactly it. Like we are, are all on our own healing journeys. If we can just take a step back and pause for a moment to be like, okay, why, not necessarily why is this person responding this way, but I'm just going to honor where they are on their journey uh, as to why they're responding this way. Absolutely. Yeah. And then everyone is where they are and that's perfect for them. And not everyone is ready to heal, right. Or to move beyond whatever their thing is. And that's okay. You know? And so like, if you have people around you, maybe you're just, you're not in the healing world, you don't have a whatever, but you've got people around you um, that are kind of constantly like you're like, wah, wah, you know, they're really Debbie Downer or whatever. And you can try to help them, but if they're committed to staying in in that space and not yet ready to like step up and make shifts in their lives, then we can just be mindful. Like you can still have compassion for them, but understand that that's theirs. And I just got to stay focused on mine, you know, and what do I need and how can I fill myself up? And the more, the less you give to people that are not ready to receive, you know, they just can pull energy that can deplete us. So the more, the, the more you recognize that and without judgment, right. Just be like, okay, it is what it is, but I got to change this for me. Right. And then be like, okay, the might be the kids. It might be spouse. It might be coworkers. They are how they are, but how, what can I do for me? And that's when yeah. we start you understand energetic empowerment. You can learn how to not take on people's energy. You can learn how not to take things personally. And then like, what does your body need? Like, what is going to make you feel like, what do you need? Right. And the more you fill yourself up and just really focus on your own process, the more energy you're going to have, the more you're going to radiate. And the more people are going to be like, 
hey, like, what are you doing? Like, I want to, you know, and we can really be. Why are you glowing? Why are you glowing? (laughs) And then we can really inspire people without even saying anything. Yeah. Because we've all been in that position if we're just like not open to something and somebody gives us like unwarranted like advice you're like or unsolicited advice you're like yeah okay thanks you know but when you're open to it or if they're like super shiny and you're like i want some of that you know it's just this whole thing is just an energetic dance you know and the more we understand our power and kind of how the whole matrix or hologram works then we can have like we can feel good we can have vitality we can manifest like really really rapidly like you and your hummingbirds like boom you asked there it is you know yeah and then we can create realities that feel good to us and by proxy what we're doing is setting off a higher vibration that's going to just affect those people that we you know you just go buy somebody in the grocery store and say something nice and that could potentially be uplifting and change their day you know? Yes. So. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, the one thing I went to a little PS and then I'll get to how people can get in touch with you. But uh, there's a particular person in my life that was just a lot of negative energy going on, a lot of negative energy. And um, I was having to engage with this person for a reason for a period of time. And uh, so when I would and those phone conversations, I would always do Ho'oponopono Hawaiian healing prayer, Absolutely. which, and it was, and I would do the, I'm sorry, I don't understand where your negative energy is coming from. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And I would just do it over and over until I, I almost felt like that release of that, um, their negative energy, but it is fascinating how that, how that energy exchange works when you do that uh, meditation or prayer. Um because the next conversation was just not quite so negative, <laughs> which was beautiful and amazing. So it's it's very powerful. Oh, it's incredible. I love that particular prayer. Very familiar with it. Very effective. Very ancient, that one. That's um, tribal island wisdom. So very appreciative of that. And absolutely, you know, and it's it's again, the more we can understand and you don't have to get all up in depth in terms of, you know, but just little bits of understanding your own energetic makeup or the auric field, or maybe doing some yoga, moving breath meditation, you know, that helps you to connect to your body. You can feel a little bit more grounded and empowered in your own system. And then we can learn to like, not take it on quite as much shifted because what we're doing then is we're uh, playing with the quantum field and the quantum creates matter. It creates the physical. So again, I'm all about the roots of things. Like I want to go down to the root. Thank you for telling me your symptom. I'm going to go find the roots. Right. (laughs) And then pull up the roots. And so like, if you're that person has negative energy, because who doesn't have family or somebody around us that can be challenging to be around, right? This is in part of reality, part of being human. And so how do we deal with that? Well, again, the more you become empowered in your own field and the the more gracious it, it can just shift and evolve. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Cool. I love energy. Now oh I didn't always being bombarded by all the stimulus, but I appreciate it now. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I could sit. Oh my gosh. I had like 50,000 questions going through my head. I just was like, oh my gosh, there's so much we could talk about. But I, 
I mean, I probably have to just have you come back and we'll do I'll like follow-up episodes. Yeah, I would love to. After, after, I'll come back another time. After okay. I put out my book, that'd be cool. Yeah, um, for sure. People, people can find me on um, sarahkgrace.com. So Sarah with an H and then K-G-R-A-C-E.com. And I do do individual sessions. Um, that's on there. And But I've also started a really sweet online community for people that are energetically sensitive and gifted and or people that are really ready to um, overcome their trauma and and thrive so we've got a sweet group in there and it's we're doing um, energy clearings and guided meditations and things like that that's called the grace place and so you oh. can also yeah you can also find that on I love it um, and I will be on Gaia TV in uh, Regina Meredith's Open Minds May May-ish 2023 and so you'll find me there Wonderful. Well, well, congrats on that. And again, thank you for shining your beautiful light of hope into the world and joining me today. Well, thank you so much for having me. And this is a delight. You're a delight. Thank you oh, thank you. You're you like a beacon of light. So Sammy just came you. up to say hi. Hi, Sia. You may say hi to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you heard your voice and had to come over and say hi. Hi, baby. She never comes over and says hi. That's so awesome. It must be that energy thing. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today. And remind you to visit my website as well as the Academy terrywellbrock.com for the courses but if you go to my website terrywellbrock.com you can sign up for my monthly hope for healing newsletter which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows um, and just a great space for uh, thanks for again being here and being a part of this healing space I very much appreciate you all right bye-bye